3: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: The National Obsession with John Cadogan and Charlie Baker. You are listening to the National Obsession, and National League football podcast. With Charlie Baker, that's me, and John Cadogan, that's him. Here he is, speaking now. Hello, there yes. he is,
3: John. I'm on my fourth bottle of water today. You
1: are drinking a lot of water, drinking John. a lot of water. For what reason? <laughs> oh, sorry. Just enjoy... We- <laughs> it's like a, <laughs> like a big well
3: announcement. <laughs> for why, John... I certainly left that... Plane. Do you just like weeing, John? Is that it? It has been a, a side effect, unfortunately. I'm well, oh, drinking the water. That's part of it. Excessive trips to the loo. Yeah. I just generally, it's just good for you, isn't
1: it? And you've read this somewhere?
3: I've got uh, I've got. Given Staying hydrated. Your skin looks a, excellent, does John. Does he really? Really
1: clear skin. Does it? Yes, very clear skin.
3: <laughs> I've got given the bottle where you click them off. You click off your bottles oh! of water. So I've had three on my fourth.
1: Someone's thought and of, it's only four Someone's 15. thought of that, haven't they? Yeah. They've gone, hey, what if we get... People can't remember anything. So what if we give them a little button on the bottle? It's good for you, though. John, Very no, no one is underestimating how water. good it is drinking water. As my granny used to say, Doris Baker, used to say, it's good enough for lions. <laughs> Which is true, John, isn't it? I'm Joris. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> John and I have become addicted <laughs> to a clip on the internet of, I think it must be post-Brexit, in Stoke-on-Trent. <laughs> and this young man gets interviewed, he's slightly nervous, and he calls Boris Johnson. <laughs> Joris Bonson. <laughs> and it doesn't sound the most hilarious thing you've ever heard, but just the way he says it is very funny.
3: Yeah, and his comedy mustache. He has a mustache,
1: he's an interesting character. You can't age him. Is he fifty-five? <laughs> is he twenty two? <laughs> you don't know how old he is. He's in Stoke on Trent. Stoke on Trent for you, isn't it? Who knows, John? Yeah. It's unbelievable. Joris isn't Bonson. Jor- Look it up. Joris Bonson. Um so just, just drinking water for your own self, John. Would uh, you recommend yeah. it?
3: i would i mean you will be in and out of the loo a lot Mm. and my recommendation is to be finished with the water drinking by about seven o'clock not the loo if you (laughs) (laughs) if you want to get up in the night and go to the loo then keep going past seven o'clock but i recommend finish your fourth bottle by about seven
1: some people are really into that john getting up in the night really into it um when I, if ever, it's, it's very, who are these people it's very rare i have to do it i'm very lucky at the moment um but you know getting older john so i'm sure it will come to us all mm-hmm. but uh when i do you really have to try and stay asleep don't you really have to try you and, have to sort of almost sleepwalk
3: <laughs> don't you, you just to keep your eyes shut not turning any lights keep, on keep,
1: i'm not i'm not awake <laughs> i'm not awake you can have. i have a sit down these days john if i I don't do it from really stood up or sit down if it's at the night time because that
3: will take longer, though. Yeah,
1: I know, but it, but it keeps you nice and relaxed. You're not having to worry about <laughs> anything, and then you have to creep back to bed, don't you? And then hopefully you, your body won't think it was ever asleep.
3: But yeah, I think I've honed it.
1: Have you, John? Yeah, pretty I'm, good at it.
3: I'm just off, I'm back out.
1: Yeah. Like a light. hey, before we get into what's in the podcast, John, mm. got a bit of talk United news, haven't you? Because you went on a recce this weekend. You went to a match this weekend, John. Oh, I did. Yes, and, no, you're and right. Who was playing?
3: Uh, I went to my local team because obviously, talking United weren't playing. Yeah. So you've got to go and support your local team, you've haven't got you? Got to support your local team, John. AFC Wimbledon uh, Lovely. versus Town at Plough Lane. Lane. The I used new to ground.
1: Go watch stock car there, John. When okay. I was a student.
3: Very nice. On
1: a Sunday night, they used to do stock car. Not as good as Newton's stock car on a Wednesday night, because Newton's stock car on a Wednesday night was the greatest night out of all time. With a bonfire in the middle of it. RIP. The <laughs> Newton stock car racing, Bill Batten gold top. These are just uh, words. <laughs> no. Bill Batten used to live in my village. Who is Bill Batten? And he was Batten? world champion. Oh. Multi world champion stock car What's racer. What's a gold top? You had a gold top if you were the world champion. The top of your car.
3: Oh, car- gold. oh
1: really? Yeah. And, I think and like the the, li- the less experienced you were, I think it went white, red. I can't remember the colours, but 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 like if you were new to the game, you'd have a white top, right? And it and it went on and on and on. If you were world champion, you had a gold top. Be where good, is good.
3: Bill these days?
1: Bill, I don't know where. I don't know. John, look him up. I don't know.
3: Let me look Be prepared. I, don't know. This, I
1: mean, I am talking like. Mid to late 80s, early 90s.
3: Bill Batten. I don't think
1: Newton Abbott's had a
3: stock, stock car.
1: Was it the race course, John? to the race car course?
3: Bill Batten, the end of an era. There we are. Autospeed.co.uk. What's this? There he is, you see. There he is. Are.
1: Bill Batten, gold There's top. There's Bill. Does he look the most Devonshire man you've ever seen in your life, John?
3: Click the screen man, so you can see him. Yeah, I'd love to see him. There
1: you go. I know what he looks like. He used to live in my village, John.
3: Have a look
1: at Bill Batten. Bill Batten. Oh. <laughs> lovely stuff. And they also the it. So you'd broke. go to the stock car and you'd have um you'd have like four stock car races throughout the night, but you'd also have a hot rods <laughs> Oh John has literally just broken. Literally the time. John Pinar's coming in. And any now
3: minute. my water's spilt
1: everywhere. <laughs> 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 this is still, this is Bill Batten. Furious. Oh
3: no. That's I have it. actually just thrown water all over the desk. Oh well.
1: Just walk away. John Pinar is coming in. <laughs>
3: To Utterly it. furious. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need some antibacterial wipes. wipes to uh, block the water. It'll with. be Sorry. clean. Carry on.
1: <laughs> so your average stock car even John, it. it'd be brilliant. We used to turn... We used to, it was in the days when you'd book kids in the footwell. So my dad... You pay by the car, you see, right. rather than by the by the person. Well, no, was it the way around? Can't remember. Anyway, so we'd take about... Six people and, and four of them would be in the footwells, John.
3: Right. I am listening. Th- I know you were
1: listening. And then we'd get in and then loads of people there on a Wednesday night in Newton Abbott. And then uh, you'd have to walk through the cars. Right. Which were a, basically a a mixture of smashed up old four cortinas and and uh Granadas yes. and like uh Austin Maxis. and <laughs> Sorry. I don't feel like my, this is my, my nostalgic discussion well, about Newton stock I am listening, Newton but I'm Abbot also trying car. to salvage some
3: very expensive equipment <laughs> with some A4 paper. It's a
1: disaster. Have you fixed it, John?
3: Not really, no. But I am listening. Sorry, four cortinas.
1: That's basically what it was, and they were the hot rods, the saloons. Right. So you'd have, but you'd have stock car, which were like purpose-built cars. Formula One stock cars, yeah, and then hot rods, and you'd have bangers as well. I was going to say I've yeah, been to banger. Banger, right bangers. Bangers was brilliant. Yeah, bangers was. Brilliant. They
3: just smash each other round the oval.
1: Round the oval. My dad used to do it as a as oh, a twenty wow. year old, but it was a brilliant night, John. You'd try yeah. it. You'd walk through all the cars, and it would smell of like rubber, fuel, and rubber, yeah. and and chips and burgers. And it was really exciting. They'd play you win again. Every time someone won, they'd play the Bee Gees, the you Bee Gees, win again. You, you, you win, win again. again. <laughs> they'd play that. And and they'd, they'd sit on the roof of the car being driven round with a trophy. Oh, just brilliant. Not a stop, not well, stop get, car. But, no,
3: but the point of the story was... You went to Wimbledon, I went John. To, to Wimbledon. Uh, yes, it was my local team. They're playing Shrewsbury Town. Yep. Up front for Shrewsbury Town, Ryan Bowman.
1: Bowman and?
3: Ex of Talking United. And who came on? 75th minute, on Kane, Seku, 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 Seiko, is it? Seiko, 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 Jana. Jana.
1: And what did he do, John? Quite nothing. a
3: lot? <laughs> Jana did nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. Bugger all. Ryan Bowman did bugger all as well. Oh. Very disappointing. Didn't even get sent off. No. And, and who was the, the
1: other Talking United quick. link there, John?
3: Goalkeeping coach Ashley Bays.
1: B A Y Z. Yeah. Uh, he used to have Bays on the back of his top and he used to spell it. Did B-A-Y-Z? it say B A Y Z? Ashley Bays, goalkeeping coach at all, uh, uh, Wimbledon. uh Wimbledon, yeah. Good. Not John, a what's podcast. coming up in the podcast? Let's I feel find like out. Quite a lot's happened already. Quite a lot's happened already, but you know.
3: <laughs> so, on the way uh, in this episode 168 of the National Obsession,
2: who knew? <laughs>
1: When will we get to two hundred, John? Hmm. By the end of the Not season? Not this season. No, I would
3: next, season. Would be next season. Next season. Let's planning that now. Two zero zero. Yeah. We're yep. uh, we gonna have lots of National League news, transfers. Yeah. Update of oh, the National League yeah. outsider. transfer us off, us off We were tipped of
1: off last week, weren't we, by the National League yeah. outsider? Really. All sorts.
3: Quigley, House. What else did he say?
1: All sorts of that. Yeah. Um, Wrexham
3: weren't signing anyone. Yeah, that didn't come to pass.
1: <laughs> Nothing at all. <laughs> Haven't done anything. I'm uh, um, going to speak to some Wrexham uh, uh, fa- a Wrexham fan from the yes, Rob 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 Ryan, Ryan Red. Red. Red Rob Ryan Rob, Red. Rob, Red. Red of course Woyan, of course very very excited Wrexham podcast and some letters John I'm assuming some letters and I think
3: you know obviously everyone's been. Uh, on tenterhooks this week for the Sue Gray report. Yes. Um, but on the National Obsession this week, we've been on tenterhooks because of the <laughs> non league Gray reports. The
1: non league Gray. Non league Gray. she She's been looking into all sorts, haven't they, John? She,
3: yeah, it's non league grey's cousin, and she's been. She's got the magnifying glass out. She really she's been. Just-
1: She's forensic. Forensic. She's forensic on when she goes into Ray's room at the travel office.
3: <laughs> she's been looking frankly, at some illicit behavior going on. Yeah. So she's uh Lovely.
1: She'll be on later on. Let's have some news and then, John. You may
3: never ever hear from her ever again. That might be it. Might be a one a
1: off. <laughs> like Lynn li- like King. Lynn King. Come on,
3: you Linux.
1: That's all we had for Lynn King, John.
3: <laughs> Let's get back to Saturday and uh, begin with Barnet and will stop port five. Why not? An absolute hammering.
1: Are they going to win Uh, the league, John? It looks like it, it,
3: doesn't it? they? Seven straight wins and um, like a house on fire.
1: But at the same time, they cannot pull away.
3: No, I mean, others have got, uh, Chesterfield have got a game in hand on them, haven't they?
1: And they are a couple of games ahead of a few people, like Bore and Wood. Got two games in hand on them. They're on 49 points. Bore and Wood, people are tipping Bromley and Bore and Wood, John.
3: It would be very, I saw our good mates at Gandamonium saying it would be very uh, National League. Well, bastardi, we all know yes. that Bromley and uh, Boreham Wood are the ones to go up.
1: Well, got the old plastic pitch, of course, at Bromley, which didn't hurt Sutton, did it, John? No. But Stockport are on 51 points, scored, got a goal difference of 28. That's pretty good. And they do look pretty uh, unstoppable at the moment.
3: No, they do. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, they're looking very, sitting very pretty at the top of the table. We mentioned Boreham Wood. They beat Kings Lynn 3-1. Mm, easy peasy. Uh, all the goals on the score sheet. A couple from Josh Rees, uh, Tyrone Marsh. Ugh. They all scored. All ex torquay players, yeah, yeah. yes. Uh, so, yeah, big win for uh, Boreham Wood. Bromley got it done as well. Yeah. Beat Notts County.
1: Notts County. I was so sad. Shame. I was so sad for Notts County. Aren't you, John? So it's sad. Shame that Notts County are outside the playoffs. Outside they, the it? playoffs, big club like them, John. Nottingham County, not being on there. I mean, I feel so sorry for them as well, leaving the main on the bench all the time. It's such a Bromley result, that isn't it? Oh, bro, this is the thing. Bromley are s housing their way to it. Kept hold of Andy Woodman. He's not going to Gillingham. They've announced Neil, Neil Harris, Neil Patrick Tip Harris. L- <laughs> yeah. Brandon, I love that. Taking too long. long. They really taking too long. They obviously don't
3: want you. Nothing says I really really love being here more than <laughs> like ah, taking ages. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. They got it done against Knox County. Yeah. Ian, uh, I'm sure, absolutely Ian. furious. Well,
1: he said, he said, you know, I thought we had the most of the play. Of course, he did. They came and they played their game. He jet, he genuinely did he actually said say that. that they played their game. You know, which is good. You know, it's what if they want to play like that. It was like that. And It's like <laughs> Ian, yeah, They won, Ian. How long are you giving Ian? If Ian starts, I imagine he'll be season a Wayne, if Ian loses a couple now. They
3: won't change it now.
1: Becomes tenth, eleventh, Start slipping down.
3: John. Maybe it would be good, wouldn't it?
1: Well, they played
3: their game. It's such a disingenuous thing I to say, it. isn't it? They played their game. Yeah, they did. I
1: don't, I don't. I think I've warmed to him. I will say that. I have warmed to him.
3: But then when you got James Rowe, he makes Ian look like yeah, exactly. a saint. Yeah,
1: Bite your nose off, you dweeb. You dweeb.
3: Uh, Dagenham won, Halifax three, and mm. all the goals. A couple from Billy, Billy Waters. Waters. Uh, which is very disappointing, really.
1: I'm surprised no one's come in for their manager. I think some I think if anyone's gonna come in for any manager in the football league, I think Pete Wilde would be the one that people come in for. Born
3: to be wild. Yes. Dover, yes. Dover nil, South End one. Ooh, climbing uh, up, they've climbed
1: up, they've got themselves safe, South End. They're on twenty nine points.
3: They they always look like they were gonna have enough, didn't they, to, yeah. to keep themselves up. Uh so yes, they they uh, they managed to get there. Don't you see Dover's captain has left as well. Has he? He's gone. Don't blame him. Sam Wood? Sam Why Wood? wouldn't you? Gone. Where's he gone? Just left. Left by mutual consent. Just left? Just gone.
1: That's it. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Where are you going? Not going to say. Nowhere.
3: Calais. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did see all the, obviously all the trucks are parked up on the yeah, old, uh, yeah, take... is it the M20? Mm, yes. Yeah, M20? M20? M23. is it? M20? M20, I think. At the moment, obviously, because they're all, after Dover won a game. Yeah. They all want to get everybody down getting down there. Five miles Quick of to cues. the Crabble. Yeah.
1: <laughs> everybody to the <laughs> Crabble. The plan is still to go to the Crabble, John, in a few weeks' time.
3: I'll be at the Crabble. The plan, I oh,
1: know you'll be there for the BBC. I'm on BBC Devon. in the big bucks.
3: The Crabble. Grimsby 2, Wildstone 1. Ooh. to Grimsby, uh, you know, finally getting it done. I think they had a bit of yeah. a nervy finish there with Wildstone pulling it back in the second half. Bloody hell,
1: Umaira. Uh
3: He didn't score, Umera. Bloody hell! Has no. boo been playing bench. at all? Booz started the game. Oh, yeah,
1: good. Long, long burnt. away Boo's. from home for him, isn't it? Sorry, like almost five. Altringham nil. Jean, <sighs> Altringham What's Jean. going on? Since she's won that trophy, John, we she has. They have hardly had a kick. I think. I don't think. This I, is I, true. I don't think you. You know, careful what you wish for. You ca- <laughs> you, it proves you can't have everything in life.
3: <laughs> they are on a shocking run, and they are sort of. Hurtling towards the the bottom of the table, it's not yeah, looking good for them. They won't go
1: down. The bottom three, the bottom three. Of the bottom three we've do you said reckon? This. We've said this for ages. John. On a terrible. Absolutely way. ages. They've got I me. Mean, They're on twenty six points though. Weymouth are on sixteen points, but they have two have two two then, games in hand on them. Okay, got a lot. okay, maybe. Don't think so though. They have got a lot
3: of uh, of catching up to do, Weymouth, if they are going to do it. Yes, but they could they do.
1: Bob Lucas. You never knows Miracles can happen at the bottom. Still Bob Lucas. a long
3: way to go. But yeah, sorry, hold a couple more from Andrew Dallas.
1: Mm, I know. Game. Can't stop scoring. I know. He's on eleven now. Set it? him on 11, his way.
3: Twelve. <laughs> Weymouth nil. order shot one. It's an own goal. Brandon Goodship. The Goodship Brandon. There he is. Ninety-second minute own goal. He's a good
1: player though, isn't he?
3: Might be. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> is he?
1: I think he's pretty no good. Idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: Uh, be yeah, put it through his own net. So pretty disastrous there for Weymouth. Woking nil Yeovil one. So I saw. Did he see? I mean, I don't know whether it's a sign because I know I think old Douse is under a bit of pressure at, at Woking mm. at the moment. The fans aren't particularly happy. No. Uh, Martin Tyler came out and did the post match. Did he? It's just weird.
1: It's odd having Martin really Tyler Really
3: weird. And he's there going. Well, I just you know we didn't quite uh, get on the end of it, and you know we
1: should. It's odd having sort of. And uh, assistant manager is John Motson. I know it's, like, it's the like, equivalent you know of that. Barry
3: Davis. Isn't it? <laughs> it's, like, it's ridiculous. It's really odd. <laughs> it's, that is an odd
1: thing. Seventy-three yeah, year
3: old <laughs> like commentating legend. I don't think
1: Dow <laughs> should be under pressure though. He, you know, he, what did Woking want? What? What? I know, what they're is it? They
3: thirteenth, but I think because they've gone full time and. They've got this American bloke with a bit of money behind him. They sort of feel like they should be doing yeah, better. But how but much money has he got? Not,
1: exactly. Not Wrexham or money. Chesterfield or Stockport levels, is it? Doesn't make any difference. Yeah,
3: Wrexham won, yeah. Maidenhead won. Agent
1: Alan. Allen. Agent Allen is smashing it.
3: He's on He's on
1: fire. The 94th minute equaliser. He's got us on
3: strings, as they say, <laughs> Agent Allen.
1: <laughs> it must be exciting supporting Maidenhead. Because they were getting absolutely hammered. What are they, they? changed their goalkeeper, didn't they? I think that was one of the things they did. So, yeah. Well, you know. Thank Class. you, Agent Allen.
3: So yeah, it was uh, obviously Paul Mullen got sent off after four minutes, yes. but Wrexham still went ahead.
1: Yes. And then yeah, uh, I've seen the decision and it looks right. He Paul Mullen said, Mullen said he slipped. Yeah. But it looks like he does just kick him straight in the chest with his studs.
3: They sent uh, they sent the assistant out. And uh, after the game, Wrexham to do the old post match, oh, he right. said the late goal just takes away that little bit of gloss. Like, yeah, it does. <laughs> Quite a lot of gloss. Won, and they haven't. So it's taken all the gloss yeah. off, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, life after James Rove, Chesterfield, they won 1 0. Well, he's not slot. gone yet, John. 89th minute.
1: Still open, isn't it? Still open. It's a good, very good goal, their goal, I will say that. So uh, there we are. So what's the league table, John? Let's have a look at that.
3: Stockport on top. Uh, Chesterfield second Halifax third mm. fourth Bromley Borehamwood, Wrexham Siley Hall Moores that's the playoffs Notts County Dagenham just outside Grimsby just outside uh, and then the bottom three Weymouth Kingsland and Dover as ever
1: as ever and it will be till the end of the season and that top eight John is the top nine it's unreal
3: it's probably say anyone down to Grimsby it's unbelievable and, 10, it's and if we'd, had,
1: in the mix. And if we'd had a better keeper way. for the first ten games of the season then we'd have been up there as well but look you never know we might suddenly find something in the tank maybe John. this is the national obsession the national obsession you're listening to the national obsession um there's obviously been uh, a big report done and we've got the person who's done the report here and it is non-league grey hello non-league grey
0: hello yes (laughs) non-league grey here Don um, a cousin we, of yeah we, do, we cousin, yes. yeah we know your cousin yeah we
1: know your cousin um what are your findings from the travel services travel lodge
0: well this is only an update into uh, into the reports okay. it's sort of an interim uh, report into the into the big report oh, wow. which uh, which i have been carrying out into uh, into a culture of uh, of of illicit behavior at oh, travel yeah. services oh really yes
1: yeah. is that is it surrounding travel lodge itself or the bgz cafe or
0: well i'm looking at uh several different uh gatherings at trial services mm. during lockdown all oh, right when there shouldn't have been Ooh. um and uh it, it would appear to be a serious failure of leadership at trial uh, that allowed these these gatherings in the cafe to take place
1: and are any of them surrounding non-league ray at all your cousin uh, well, you, that, can you that, not say that? That
0: would be wrong of me to uh to preempt okay. the uh the full report and okay. uh the uh is it Nottinghamshire Nottinghamshire police are <laughs> am <laughs> no, looking into it as well, so I won't okay. be okay. I won't preempt their report but uh so that, Needless re- to say individuals are will will be will be spoken
1: to. Your report sounds utterly pointless
0: i wouldn't no i wouldn't say that I, i'd say there's. is my report shows that there's been a, a serious failure of leadership and things have, have been allowed to take place and there's a culture of uh excessive consumption <laughs> of, of pasties and uh oh, right. lots of pasties quite and serious. uh quite expensive uh bottles of mineral water many
1: photos being handed in to the trial police at lots all? of
0: photos yeah have all gone to Nottinghamshire
1: Police.
0: Travel Police. Travel Police. and uh, I've interviewed over seventy individuals. Wow. Uh, and um, I will be providing a full briefing.
1: Is that the complete Solihull Moles fan base?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't confirm or deny, okay. but um, people who've used the the cafe, people who've stayed at the the Travel Lodge, mm. and uh, okay. I will I will provide a full update.
1: Well, thank you very much for being so comprehensive in your. Um, in your report and um, shame that most of it's redacted but do give our love to non Grey
0: I will do, I'm Non-League Grey Grey Non-League Grey Grey, grey. Non-League
1: Grey Thank you, this is the National Obsession The National Obsession You're listening to the National Obsession Now this Saturday John is Talk United v Wrexham It's not a Talk United podcast John We could have talked about any team we could have
3: picked any game
1: from but this look, weekend. It, Wrexham are playing this weekend. Wrexham have spent nearly a million pounds in this transfer window. They've outspent Arsenal, which is a fun fact, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> outspent Arsenal. And like a Mickey... I wish I knew the name of the player. Mickey Thomas. Mickey Thomas. It? Put that one into the top corner. Why don't we ask our next guest? <laughs> um, <Wrexham laughs> I'm trying to show my uh, football <laughs> credentials. We've got Rich now from the Rob Ryan Red Wrexham AFC podcast who we spoke to earlier in the season. And here he is back. Probably hear him... Pockets jangling from all the money. Here
2: he is. <laughs> Hi, Rich. Hi, how are how you doing? I mean, like you said, we're in national lead at the weekend. It's been a bit of a come down, but thankfully, the best cure was a shopping spree for us on deadline day. So I think the fan anger has been appeased for now. But, yeah, it's... Uh, I mean, what's changed since we last played you, really? I mean, that was the game where we had our, our owners over. You sport the party mm, again yes. for that. So maybe a, an element of revenge for us this weekend? I don't know. But, um, yeah, it should be... Another interesting one. I think, from a recent point of view, it's another sort of gauge of just how ready we really are for promotion this season. Because there's been many, many times where you know we've just not been quite up to it. And I think this is a tricky away day. Mm. But you know, if you want to be going up, no offence, I do think it's one of our fans and the think we we have to be getting three points from.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. What are your thoughts on the on the season so far? Do you feel like? You've underperformed a bit or are you still, is this just Wrexham being Wrexham and, and keeping you all on uh, on
2: tenterhooks? Oh, this is very much Wrexham being Wrexham. And, uh, you know, no one's surprised really. I mean, there is sort of the old adage that money can buy some things, but other things it can't really change. And we've sort of seen that this season. Um, I mean, from the season so far, it's been a little disappointing in terms of the performances and what we've seen. Um, I mean, We've scored 10 goals at home this season. I think we've scored 32 away. Oof. That's mainly because we played Kingsley and Aldershot away. Yeah. <laughs> we well. um, scored more goals in those two games than we scored at home all season. So from a certain section of fans, I mean, if you think about who goes to away games, who goes to home games, hmm. there is probably about 80, 90% of the fan base who haven't seen us sort of play particularly well or exciting football this season because they don't go to be away matches yeah. and you know every home game has felt pretty much the same in terms of the style of playing and the end result but in terms of the way the season has gone you just need to maybe take a step back really and think we've, we the view from inside the club is very much that we've had our bad patch that was the start of the season basically entirely new squad new manager sort of a new feel around the place, just getting getting used to things. And we've slow and steady sort of clawed our way up the table. We're still in the reckoning. And I know that we've spent lots of money and everyone from the outside is saying, Wrexham have to get up this season, otherwise it's a massive failure. I do feel that it is almost a two-year project of us yeah. getting out of the National League from, from the investment just because so much has changed. Yeah. So we're not too pessimistic. I agree still- with you.
1: I agree with you. I think it's very much a two-year project. I think because of because of being in, in the Welsh FA and you can't sign players outside the window, it actually hasn't this year been massively beneficial for you. My view is you've got the wrong manager. I've always said that. Mm-hmm. My view is you've got the wrong manager. I also want to ask you, why is Paul Mullins so scared of Torquay United? <laughs>
2: Who knows? Who knows? There must be something. I mean, they say players see red. Maybe he sees yellow and yeah. fears it. I'm not yeah, quite sure yeah, what, the, what the issue is. But, yeah, I mean, without him, that's going to be a worry. He's looked quite off it in recent weeks, really. I mean, Paul Mullin, of course, for, is sort of... He's maybe the bridge for many sort of neutral fans into Wrexham because, you know, you don't really know he's support. You, you do know Paul Mullin, mm-hmm. really, especially in the lower leagues. But he's been a bit off it, really, I'd say, for the last month or so. And so, yeah, I mean... Like you said, from a headline, Paul Mullin missing that and, and the next four matches is bad news. But you know, replacing him is going to be tough. But I think that it isn't as disastrous as maybe it looks on paper in, mm. in regards to that. But yeah, in terms of the manager, and, and Park himself, I mean, people do call it sort of Jurassic Parkinson football. I mean, I'm not sure what football the dinosaurs played, but mm. it probably was three-five-two. It's yeah. been pretty ugly. Not many handballs
1: in the T-Rex match. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's, been, it's been pretty prehistoric really i guess in terms of our approach and it's not been too fanciful i mean like you said you've got hollywood owners but you've not really got the champagne football on the Mm -hmm. pitch to match it but this season and and next season particularly it's all sort of consequentialism it's all about that end result and if we go up every rexham fan will be delighted we still don't really think parkinson's name i think it's been sung about two or three matches this season so it has taken a while for him to sort of to yeah. get it really and and to be approved by the fans i think he is slowly getting there but for us the stars are, are those players on the pitch and our owners which i think at other clubs you idolize the manager because you know they've maybe got tough circumstances or whatever yeah but we've got so many other positive sort of role models to to lord and to worship that i think phil parkinson's quite far down the list
3: do we need to worry about ollie palmer uh, or tom o'connor
2: I mean, Oli Palmer has surprised me a lot because we would sort of sold this vision of we're just buying a big lob up front who's going to hold the ball up, which he he can do. He's got a really good little 5, 10-yard sprint on him, a little burst of pace I didn't know he had. His his just link-up play has been really, really promising. At the weekend, he... He ran out wide, put in a brilliant cross for Jordan Davis, who should have scored the header, and that would have sealed the game. But Ollie Palmer, I would say, obviously, now about Mullen as well, is the danger man. I think, probably following on from our previous point as well the issue with players at Palmer is they're just not streetwise enough for the national league. Mm. Um, We had this, I mean, Ben Tozer, our captain did an interview earlier in the season in which he said, you know, the national league referees are, as you know, not even worth discussing. He can't believe how bad they are. Mm. Ollie Palmer has been the same, been a bit of a culture shock for him. Tom O'Connor, like I said, he's that player who on paper, he ticks all the boxes. He's apparently a sort of a versatile defensive midfielder, which is what we've been crying out for all season. But, you know, you coming in as a young man to the national league, it might be a bit of an ill fit because like like we've just said, you need players who know about this level. And again, that could be a bit of a culture shock. He won't get much protection from referees. Mm. Ollie Palmer I would say is is the one to watch out for and yeah. for me the last couple of games it's uh, centre back Aaron Hayden who's really caught the eye. I think okay. I've been very impressed with him in, in both boxes. And yeah. Set pieces we're starting to look a bit better from, but we're still very vulnerable from crosses into the box. I think it is a high proportion of goals a season we've conceded from from crosses into the box and we did against Maidenhead at the weekend.
1: We haven't played the same 11 players in two games running. I could not tell you what the squad will be or what the team will be on, on Saturday. have not a clue. We never know if anyone's injured or ill or anything. <laughs> so I have no idea who will be playing on Saturday. So I think, I think it's going to be a really good game, mm. though. I think it's going to be a really good game.
2: I think it might be the opposite.
1: I
3: oh. think
2: it might be highly unwatchable. You never know. I guess that, that is what's so fun about the Vanarama National League, isn't yeah, it? I mean, you just never know what's going to happen, do you? And, yeah, I mean, like I said at the start of this, if we want to be getting a promotion, a sort of promotion place mm. and, and one of the higher ones as well, you've got to be getting points. You will. You absolutely definitely will.
1: I guarantee you're still my tip to win. I know Stockport, (laughs) but they're not running away with it and they've had their streaky run. They can't win all season. You never know, but Mm -hmm. I I can't see it happening. Um, Brilliant. Thanks so much for joining us, Rich. Uh, The Red Ryan, Red, Red Ryan, Rob, Rob Red Ryan, Rob (laughs) Red (laughs) Red Ryan podcast. I'm reading it. I'm reading it. I can't even read it properly. Um, Is available on all platforms, I'm assuming
2: yes it should be and if it's not that nice problem he deals with the, <laughs> the <laughs> side of things so uh, yeah any issues uh just complain complain to him
1: it was rich there from the i couldn't say it could i the rob, rob ryan rob, red ryan red wrexham podcast get swing the ball into the box gary he's just told us what to do yeah stick it in the mix this is the national obsession the national obsession John Pienaar is knocking on the door, so this is, is the National Obsession, and it's time for Letters from a Listener. When you go, will you send back a letter from a listener? Any letters, Johnny? Clive,
3: yes, we have some letters, we better crack on with it. On Clive Haywood, Sir ah, Clive.
1: Clive.
3: He knows what he's doing, doesn't he? Sir he's getting Clive. in there, making sure Someone we don't forget about it. say it's too him. needy, John. He a says, what, was that, what was that you said about me practising already? For the Foff Games, 2022. Right. Come in here and say it again. Come on, please. I'll <laughs> <or> bite your <laughs> f***ing nose off, you dweebs. Wow. <laughs> anyway, I'd like to suggest some more Ali Omar songs. Obviously, Lovely. we got the one
1: Ali Omar.
3: He would like to suggest based on Lady Gaga's "Alejandro." Don't call my name. Don't call my name. Alioma.
1: I don't know the song.
3: Alioma, Omar, Ali I can't help you. Yeah, you do. You know the one. Not bad. Not bad. Good idea if you knew the Sir song. Sir Clive, you, you know the song. OK. Uh, here, well, thank you very much Sir Clive. Wait, is that it? For that. Yeah. Sir on Clive, the ice, just,
1: Clive, a lovely letter. OTI to you. Very, very, A very. new
3: contributor Ooh. gets in touch. Steve Cullen.
1: Steve? Cullen. On the ice, Steve.
3: Steve? On the ice. I'm just queuing up a piece of music for okay. Steve, hold on. <laughs> uh, Cullen Steve... in the name of... Have you got and... <laughs> <laughs> no, but I should have done. That's a very good idea.
1: Cullen in the name of...
3: Steve says, Hi, guys, I'm new to the podcast and absolutely love it. Oh. I'm laughing along with you. Oh. I'm trucking convoy. around northern Northern Alberta. How
1: nice. Convoy. Steve is
3: a Canadian trucker. So Time I'm for just, a convoy. I'm just playing with a convoy. <laughs> Not Cullen
1: in the name of... Cullen in the name of... would have been much better. Convoy. Oh, this just these sort of films, John. Convoy and uh, Smokey and the Bandit. Um, all those films, just absolutely. Cannibal Run.
3: 10-4. 10-4 just, oh, just, to just you, Steve. Abs-
1: they, absolutely joyous childhood memories watching these films with my dad. <laughs> she got ready,
0: Convoy. To do better right.
1: hope he's not write, writing his letter during... <laughs> I always fancy the truck
3: life. <laughs> You've said this before. <laughs> Found it quite cosy. Yeah,
1: I fancy the truck sure life myself. That. Let us know anyway, what it's like. Steve, Steve. is
3: a South M fan oh, trucking oh, around northern Canada. I feel like he might be making this up. It could uh, be my brother. Oh, no, I don't think <laughs> <laughs> oh. usually is. Uh,
1: Colin in the name of...
3: <laughs> the mighty shrimpers have bit the proper non-league dust. But you make it bearable, almost therapeutic. I think Lin King from Kings Lynn, who you met on LinkedIn, on, needs Linets. a bit more coverage. Come on, you Linnits. I picture her in a duffel coat and dairy boots with a hand knitted beret, almost Pam Air's like. Anyway, he says he's binge listening throughout the uh, well, archive. Wow, absolutely
1: lovely. Thank you, Steve. How nice. Thank you, Steve. And that is a lovely letter towards your Foth number. Fof one and your I think your Foth number if you do get it, eventually, it will be ten four.
3: <laughs> it has to be. <laughs> what, 10-4. 10-4 on that, Steve.
1: 10-4 on that, Steve. So, a couple more letters and you'll be getting 5th number 10-4.
3: Sean Pritchard gets in touch. Hey,
1: Sean. And he um, messaged me on uh, Instagram as well, John. Yeah. So that was nice of him. Very some nice Some very nice things.
3: He says, hello on the ice, Charlie. And John, on I've only ice, just started John. listening to the National Obsession properly since the end of last season, oh. but since then, it's become one of my favourites. I thank you very much, Thank you, Sean. It's also one of my most quoted. as I often find myself randomly shouting, bloody hell, John, when I'm bored <laughs> in Bloody the hell! House. I think we're about to get kicked out. Okay. I have to fess up and admit I don't have a National League team, so I'm a Liverpool fan. But because I'm originally from North Wales, I'm kind of a Wrexham fan by default. I also have a soft spot for your beloved talkies. My friend Scott Lawson is a huge fan and possibly the only Glaswegian who supports the goals. Not true. Well, Gaddy. We well, know Wild Gaddy. But he might not be from that. Glasgow. He, don't you never know. Wild well, Gaddy. Uh, he says, if you still haven't decided on getting a Spaniel, this is for Lord, yes, Cockington. Lord Cockington. How about some of these National League related breeds? James Rowe Twyler. Lovely. Not bad. It's a lovely thing. Ian Lurchanall. It's a great letter, <laughs> isn't it? Ian like Lurchanall. That's beautiful. <laughs> and in tribute to a talkie legend, Lee Sharpie.
1: These are all brilliant suggestions. Well done.
3: Very good. Apologies that these puns aren't the best, but everyone's got to start somewhere in my main life goal for 2022. is to become a foth and usurp Daisy Seller. <laughs> Big goals, I know, but I've, heard, but I've hired John Pemberton as a life coach to help me achieve them once he sorts out <laughs> escalating the tensions between Russia and Ukraine. What a
1: great letter. Lovely, Sean. Sean, that's two letters. That's Very fantastic. Good. You're close to a foth number. John, do we have to get out of the studio? If it, if it becomes Are they doing the news aggressive? in here? in uh, Two I minutes think they've time. Got
3: other places they can do it. It's okay. fine. Uh, yeah, thank you very much, Sean, for that. John Pemberton, by the way, is busy. Uh, he's worked on. He's doing Boris Johnson's PR still. Oh, lovely! It good. was he, his idea was the Jimmy Savile line. No, so he was, wrote that for you. Yeah, him. he did that. Especially, so it was really good. Very really good. good idea. Very good. Alan Wills. Alan. Uh, gets Alan touch. Wells, the sprinter. <laughs> Not Alan Wells. <laughs> How fast do you do hundred meters uh, on the ice? On John the ice, Charlie. I don't know what you both think, but despite the mixed results and lower league position, I'm actually enjoying this season more than the last mm. one. Winning every week is overrated. No. No. <laughs>
1: Thanks,
3: <laughs> no, Thanks no, really, Alan. Really, up
1: until what, the very last kick of the season, I really enjoyed the whole season.
3: He just said, it's incredible this season being amongst the amazing Yellow Army again. Now, that is good. That yes,
1: is brilliant. I tell you what, back, though, I really obviously. wish they bloody stream the games. Oh, I have missed streaming Really missed streaming the games.
3: He says, Altingham in particular was a superb experience. And I even got the opportunity to finally meet Fof Mark Hepworth.
1: Oh, on the ice Fof. On the ice Fof. On the
3: ice Fof. On <laughs> the ice
1: Fof. He
3: also said, it was lovely to catch up with me at Haventon Water Leaver. Oh, I that's didn't. Nice, I think I did John. meet Alan, yeah, before the game. I met Jules Nixon. Moved on. He also says, shout out also to Fof Kelvin Aplin ah. and his brother Kurt, both of whom I used to meet at the Apollo judo, judo key oh. in Ellicum every week when Kelvin would throw me over his shoulder. Oh, I wonder if bra-
1: Brown belt. <laughs> <laughs> brown belt. or <laughs> like right, that. that's yeah. not higher. Not yeah, judo do that. Is, <laughs> Judo is oh, right, okay. right over your shoulder. I
3: might that out.
1: <laughs> like, I might take judo up again.
3: <laughs> Alan says he couldn't progress past the yellow belt. Maybe that was a sign.
1: On the ice, Alan. How many letters ice? is That's that, from letter Alan? That's letter one from Alan. All right, so, Alan, welcome. lovely. Welcome, 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 listeners, this week. Come on.
3: And Gammy Knee finally. Gammy, us in touch. what's the after that? It's very long. Good God! And I've not read. I've not pre-read this. So this could go, take yeah, us just, anywhere. I'll
1: just give you a little bit of Alan update. He's having a hard standing put in for a greenhouse. <laughs> yeah, we're all interested.
3: <laughs> well, my dad went very Alan Baker. um last weekend? Because he came and saw our new flats. Yes. The first time. He'd try and sell you a... No, it was just talking about Chainsaw. how we could improve the garden a bit because it's quite shady. The grass isn't okay. really growing anyway. Oh, yeah. But you could put concrete over that, <laughs> couldn't you? <laughs> Lovely. No, you could do.
1: Lovely. You Takes could put them. a hard stand in there and you get a greenhouse, John.
3: <laughs> just, just concrete just over concrete that, wouldn't you? That'd
1: be all right. <laughs> the
3: idea. It's very practical. Yeah. Anyway, Gammy, Gammy says Price on the ice in Price the bay. It. I'm going to have to I'll speed in read this. In the bay, in the bin. Gammy knee here. I finally come out of hiding after my fourth of the year adjudication. Others may have stopped oh, yes. wearing masks, but mine is still in use, concealing my identity whenever I'm out and about. A couple of things. Firstly, before Christmas, you had some correspondence ruin the absence of our old friend, Hurst. Now, though we were Hurse. led to believe that the great man had left us for good, I think this may not be the case, and there may in fact be some cause for optimism. Oh. The reason lies in the fact that as far as I remember, we never found out what Hearst's first name was. Well, I've been thinking about that. The more I think, the more I'm convinced I know what his first name is, okay. and that is Roger. So it is Hearst, our Hearst, is Hearst, our Hearst, and Roger the same. Gammy is giving, same. This,
1: giving this an awful lot of thought.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's done some, He's not got much on this week, I don't think. <laughs> and he says, my second reason for writing is to say how much I enjoyed last week's episode, and in particular, the renditions of James Rowe's infamous soliloquy non-league raids had me helpless the only regret is we didn't hear the likes of Alan Bennett or David Attenborough just a thought best wishes to all
1: there we are yeah, Gammy knee, as always we Alan really Bennett and uh, appreciate. David
3: Attenborough don't make many appearances anymore not anymore we could bring Alan Bennett
1: o- other content Ronnie yeah. Corbett used to be in every week John
3: just not had a sore throat in a while no <laughs>
1: Not had a drink in a while. No. I've been drinking too much drink. water, John. Should've and done. there we are. We've circled, finished the, the circle, back to the beginning. The little callback to the start. start. We've got to get out here so they can do the news. Will it still Thank work? Thank you very much <laughs> for all your letters. John, What's how can they get in touch? It's nationalobsession at gmail.com. Come on, you yellows. Enjoy yep. your National League football. And on the ice. On the ice. The National Obsession with John Cadogan and Charlie Baker.